I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. One of the leading figures in ambient chamber music was cellist David Darling, with albums like Eight String Religion and Prayer for Compassion. But we lost David in January of 2021. Now, Hans Christian has taken raw, unreleased recording sessions of Darling's, added his own cello, and rearranged them into deep, melancholy, ambient cello symphonies on the album Ocean, Dreaming Ocean. On the second song, the minor blue chorale, the first solo cello is in foreground, that's David. And it was gorgeous, but that's all I had from him. I might have had like two minutes. I said, okay, I'm going to answer him. So the second solo you're hearing is me answering. And then the third round is where we're duetting. And I just absolutely love that. I had a chance to actually play cello with David Darling. That's Hans Christian. I talked to him about Ocean, Dreaming Ocean today on the Echoes podcast. Before we get to that, Christmas is just a few weeks away, and we've got all kinds of gifts for the Echoes lover in your life. We not only have the t-shirt, but lots of other items that have the Echoes logo so you can show the world where the chill resides. There's sweatshirts, hoodies, insulated mugs, and more. Go to echoes.org, click on store, then hit the new products tab. All kinds of cool stuff there, including a Christmas ornament. Just go to echoes.org. And if it's too late to ship, no problem. Give them a subscription to Echoes Online so they can stream 10 new hours of Echoes radio shows on demand. Or give them a subscription to the Echoes CD of the Month Club. You can find it all in the Echoes store at echoes.org and now Hans Christian communes with the spirit and music of David Darling Hans Christian is part of a generation of cellists whose path was initially carved by another cello player, David Darling. David played in jazz, world fusion, and other settings and was a pioneer of ambient chamber music. Like David Darling, the German-born Hans Christian was a music eclectic, creating a unified field of sound, initially sculpting one-man solo works of looping cello, electronics, and ethnic touches. Then, he formed the chant fusion duo with singer Kim Waters called Rasa. Rasa ended, but Christian kept going with several eastern-inflected journeys, playing the nickel harpa, sarangi, and other instruments. Now he's created an album of duets with David Darling, only it's a posthumous collaboration. I spoke to Hans from his home studio in Door County, Wisconsin, about Ocean Dreaming Ocean, an album of deep melancholia. This music really reveals a beauty if you can slow down, if you can sit down, you listen to it on your favorite speaker system, and then there's all kinds of things to discover. Yeah, you can call it downer material, I get that. I love downer material. <laughs> I love melancholy in music, I admit. The cello is the instrument of melancholy. That's cellist Hans Christian, and he could be talking about himself, but he's really talking about cellist David Darling, who he lost in early 2021. Hans didn't know David, but this year he released an album of duets with 
the late cellist Ocean Dreaming Ocean. It's nominated for a Grammy Award. David Darling was one of the premier new music cellists. He first came to renown performing with the Paul Winter Consort, including work on their classic album Icarus. He went on to a solo career that has included several recordings on the ECM label, playing both solo cello and in often edgy collaborations with musicians like guitarist Terry Ruptal and Ralph Towner. On a trio of albums that began with the CD Eight String Religion, David Darling articulated an ambient chamber music that has influenced many. This impactful artist who appeared on Echoes many times left the planet on January 8, 2021 at the age of 79. But now his music has been resurrected by Hans Christian on the album Ocean Dreaming Ocean. It all started with tapes from longtime darling producer and friend Mickey Houlihan. Beginning with the Paul Winter Consort, he had worked with David for four decades. We were dear, dear friends. We explored that friendship on rivers and oceans and mountains and in the studio. And always we were just paying attention to each other as friends. He was a corridor to magic for me. If I could set up the conditions, he was a guide. The nature of working with David was that. We agreed that we would go into a studio and try to pay attention to a story we were trying to find. On that prayer for compassion, one of the more popular pieces is called Stone Start Spinning. That used to be called Idea 27. Mickey produced many of David Darling's albums, including classics like Eight String Religion and Prayer for Compassion. But these finely honed ambient chamber music works didn't begin that way. It's like, okay, I open up a track, David's in the studio, I'm gonna play it through, he's gonna listen to think, anything else this wants, needs? Sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. It's like done. But when the piece would end, he'd start playing again. And it's easy to keep the computer running. So that piece, Stone Starts Spinning, was the idea that came after something else that is no longer on the record. There were dozens of these multi-track cello sessions, either left over from album session recordings or simply from the creative process, all born from improvisation. But they weren't all coherent. With all due respect, it was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. 
They were not finished compositions. What I was looking for in trying to find somebody that might find their own muse in this chaos was not somebody who was just going to do their thing. I felt like as a curator, I needed to protect David's chaos. And he called me and said, Hans, I got a, some raw material here. I, I don't know what to do with it. I can't delete it. I can't throw it away. It's David. You know, it's his brother. So he offered it to me, and he sent me actually the first track, Epitaph, the raw material of that. Epitaph uh, grew because David was doing something with his left hand. For a long time, we just called it left hand because it was a, a rhythmic figure that he discovered. And then it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, good. And then, then we grew that and we kept grow until that energy just stalled out. Hans Christian took these raw tapes, rearranged and edited them, sent them through multiple audio processes, and added his own cello and processes until it sounded like this. Epitaph set the stage not only for Hans doing the entire album, but for the mood of the recording at large, which is deeply melancholic, maybe even funereal. Oh, absolutely. First of all, the first track's called Epitaph, for heaven's sake. <laughs> so that says it all. But it's also, look at it as downward expansion. I mean, we are so stimulated all the time, going up, 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 you know, going maybe beyond our energy reserves, really. Of course, this is a sound that David Darling just loved. Here he is from an early interview. But when it comes right down to playing the cello, my, my fingers seemingly will not go to major. You know, I like some other modality. But you know, I feel extremely exalted and happy in that minor place. To me, it's not sad. Originally, Mickey Houlihan was going to have several artists take a whack at David's tapes. Yeah, but after he did the first one, instead of like, okay, thank you very much, and go look for somebody else, the way he'd done it was so graceful for me, then I found more chaos that I sent him. Some chaos, he's like, no, there's nothing happening here. It wasn't like it was, everything was, oh, great. He's like, oh, I think I see what he was doing. There were attempts to get into the zone, 
You know what I mean? You sit with your instrument and you work it up. You work yourself into a, an altered state. And David did that a lot on the cello. That's why he was such an excellent player, because he was so devoted to the instrument. So I got all this raw data, and then I had to go through it and listen. What can I use to turn into a piece? Hans found himself duetting with David Darling on several tracks. Yes, that's true. For example, on the second song, the minor blue chorale, the first solo cello is in foreground, that's David. And it was gorgeous, but that's all I had from him. And so I was constructing the piece, and I might have had like two minutes. So let's make something out of this. I said, okay, I'm going to answer him. So the second solo you're hearing is me answering. And then the third round, because this is a chorale, so it's a repetitive structure. The third round is where we're duetting, and I just absolutely love that. I had a chance to actually play cello with David Darling. Cello lines from Hans and David interweaving it may be difficult to tell who is who, and in many ways, that's not important to the overall sound of the project. But Mickey Houlihan can spot them. Hans has a brighter sound than David. In that very first recording I did with David, you know, the little mixer had, you know, treble, mid, and bass. And David said, I'll show you what I like. He reached up to the treble and turned it all the way down. I was like, I'm a young engineer. I'm like, no, no, you need the definition. But he wanted a darker sound, and Hans' sound is more classical. There are some that might think this project was a bit presumptuous, but Mickey Houlihan wasn't one of them. No, because of that quality that I sensed in Hans, even the album, this really is a creation that Hans brought forth, but he insisted on having David's name first. That wasn't a marketing thing. That was out of... Hans's respect for David. And so all through the process, I felt he was respectfully participating. The final piece, the title track, Ocean, Dreaming Ocean, is a nod to Mickey Houlihan, who specialized in recording in nature as well as recording nature. It features the sound of whales. you got to honor that tradition that was part of their creative flow, Mickey and David's. 
It turned out to be the title track, and I don't know if Mickey recorded those whale sounds, or I think he, he got them from somebody, but he's done a lot of nature recording over the decades. And again, this is, a, in a way, a tribute to his work with David Darling over about four decades. I felt like I wanted to honor that. David Darling was a powerful but gentle spirit. It's easy to imagine him being in the room with Hans. Although he was not physically present, I felt an authority looking over my shoulder in a way. I asked Mickey for guidance in the very beginning, and he said, keep it special. hear another new pure David Darling album again, but his spirit and sound, his reputation as the Lord of Largo, is beautifully maintained on Ocean, Dreaming Ocean. It's out now and is nominated for a Grammy Award. I will have a link to David Darling and Hans Christian's Ocean Dreaming Ocean in the posting for this podcast at echoes.org. If you want to ensure interviews like this in the Echoes podcast and the Echoes radio show, make a donation to Echoes on our website, echoes.org. Just hit the support tab. Once again, that's at echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org. O-R-G. You can also advertise in both places, so if you want your music, your art, or your products to reach our audience, Echoes and this is the best place to do it. Just go to echoes.org and hit the support tab. Once again, that's echoes.org. Next week, we'll hear from Brandon Lane, John Gregorius, and Sean O'Brien-Smith about their album Emergence, a beauty of ambient ensemble music. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PR Rex. See you next week, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online, right now, or whenever you want. <laughs>